Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about what you should do with blog posts that generate traffic and no revenue. So... Well, I have tons of posts that rank. I get they get a lot of traffic. They're not really related to what my ideal customer is looking for. For example, I rank for a lot of Instagram content, drives a ton of traffic, mainly mobile. I typically serve a B2B audience versus a person just looking to get more stats. And you can do a few things. The first thing you can do is instead of just leaving it there and not making any money from it, because that's going to be a lot of your content you can go and put in affiliate links or promote other products or services that can help you generate revenue. Yeah, well, actually, to Neil's point, um, so around affiliate marketing, you know who does a really good job with this? Our buddy Syed from uh, from Often Monster. So actually, I got this idea from, um, from one of my other friends, uh, and what he does, he ranks for a page related to pets, for example, and he doesn't offer that product. And so what he does instead is he reached out to somebody that offers that product, right, affiliate, but he's going directly to that company and he's charging them over 25 grand a month to rent that page. So there's a lot of different options you have with affiliate. You can promote their product and then maybe get a commission for each one. But in that case, they're just renting that page straight up um, and collecting advertising revenue off of it. Yeah. The other thing that you could end up doing is you can end up partnering with someone else who has a product or service that has that ideal audience and they may have audience or content on their site that's more tailored to your audience. Yeah. So for example, I was talking with the Instagram tool company the other day and they're like, hey, we would love it if you can plug us on your Instagram articles. And I was checking out the tool. I'm like, okay, if I like the tool and I like everything that you guys are doing, sure, I'll consider promoting it because I don't want to promote crap either. Assuming their tool works, they were telling me that they have an audience that is also somewhat B2B that could be a great fit for my products and services. I was like, cool, how about I promote you guys when it's relevant and it benefits my users in exchange for you promoting my products, my services to your user base when it makes sense for them. So it's kind of like a biz dev deal and it's a hopefully a win-win situation. Yeah, and sometimes, I mean, when I have posts like this, I just put an exit pop-up pop up that's relevant to that specific post. Let's say I'm talking about conversion rate optimization, and I might just have a form that collects leads. For example, we have a partner out there that ranks for a bunch of agency-related keywords, and he forwards the leads over to us. We just created a new form for him, and his pop-up just drives it to that form, and that form comes to us, and it's another similar deal like that. Yeah, and then in general, you could end up taking that page and nurture people into your ideal product or service. So for example, 
even though I have articles on Instagram and I'm not really providing any Instagram services, I could end up nurturing people, like Eric mentioned, collect the email address and be like, look, now that you're doing well on Instagram, let's now tackle Facebook. And then I, then I can be like, let's tackle Twitter and LinkedIn. And then once they tackle that, I'd be like, now let's tackle growing your own website, driving all your social followers to your own site and generating revenue from that. If I had an ebook or a service like that, I can sell it to them. If not, I can keep guiding them. Once they're big enough, I'd be like, cool, now you should focus on your product and your service. Don't worry about the marketing. This is when my agency can take it over and we can provide X, Y, and Z services instead of you guys doing it yourself. Yeah, it's all about fitting user intent. And I actually would argue that this is a problem that both Neil and I have right now. I think once you're past a certain volume, you have a ton of blog posts out there where you're getting a ton of traffic and it's not matching user intent. So for example, if I if if I have a post out there that ranks on, uh, I don't know, web design agency, and it just talks about different web design agencies, but um, it doesn't really serve like my company, is it exactly matching uh, user intent maybe a little bit? Um, so I think it's important to create a process out there. And again, I would argue that we probably need to do better at this ourselves to be on top of this and make the most of this type of traffic that's coming in. Otherwise, people are visiting and they're just bouncing. So I would just take a look at the, a bunch of trap of pages that you have that are driving traffic but have a high bounce rate. You're not matching user intent there, so you got to do something about it. Yeah, and going back to Eric's web design example, I know I mentioned biz dev relationships, but that is my favorite way. And here's why. To do all this affiliate income, you know, you can collect emails, you can nurture people. Nurturing is really tough. It doesn't typically work as well as people want. Even if you look at HubSpot, I bet their data and stats show that they don't do that well from nurturing. It takes forever. Exactly. Funny enough, I know someone who is really high up in marketing. He even said the same thing to me about HubSpot. But when you do a biz dev relationship, like Eric has a web design article, he can end up emailing other agencies being like, hey, you provide the design. Anytime your clients need marketing, I can provide the marketing. That's an amazing fit. And when you do that, at least you don't have to worry about a new business unit, new product line, new monetization channel. You can stick to what you know versus taking all your focus away from your main core business and try to do 10 different things. Right. So again, focus in on, I think we've talked about this in the past too, actually in the last couple of episodes about the power of in-person. Guess what? When you do BD deals like this, these people have your customers. You can work out really incredible things where it goes beyond just a, oh, you know, we'll give you a commission if you promote our product, right? You can go beyond that and you can actually get to that in-person type of, of relationship. That's why I think, um, you know, we talk about whether it's channel partners, BD, whatever, establishing that kind of program is going to be really powerful for you in the long run because at the end of the day, in business, we're playing a people game and you can't just sit in your boxers all day and you sure you, you can and, and you can you know you pigeonhole yourself down but if you want to go further you want to hit bigger goals then you got to build relationships with other people anything else neil that's it for mine all right so we are thinking about doing a live event but we need your help we are trying to get to 1 million downloads per month Go to marketingschool.io slash stats. You'll be able to see the stats that we're at right now on a month-to-month level, let's say trailing 30 days. And the goal here, again, once we get to 1 million, we are going to throw a live event for free in downtown LA. And people have indicated for our our events, they would pay a couple thousand dollars. We're going to do this completely free for the people that get in. And for the people that can't make it, we will do a, uh, we're going to record as well. So you can get the recordings online. So go to marketingschool.io slash stats. Check it out, and we'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.